This is The VO Life, positive conversations about living the voiceover life. Inside into the business and day-to-day grind of being a regular Joe VO. From the humble beginnings to the finally hitting a new level to getting that first big client. It's all about that VO life. Here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, Troy Holden here, your blue-collar voice of choice, and want to welcome you to a, uh, a video and also a podcast today about how to start up a podcast. How about that? It's a good thing, isn't it? Because um, I'm on about my 52nd or third episode, and the podcast has done quite well. I'm proud of it. It's got... Uh, um, well over 35,000 downloads. That's pretty good, uh, considering. And I've had people ask me, how do you use this in your marketing? And, and how do you use this, you know, as, uh, as part of what you do? So, uh, the simple, uh, is there a simple, uh, not really. I started it more to document my own journey oddly enough, where I could leave something for my kids and say, here's how this all started with me, and here's what I did. It became helpful to other people, therefore I continued doing it, and uh, and it branched out into a Facebook page called uh, The VO Life, and uh, the podcast is The VO Life. It used to be called The Voiceover Ladder, and that was when I had a second person with me. And uh, when I decided to kind of go a different direction and uh, I thought they may carry on the ladder, they did not. So I ended up merging them back on the podcast where all those episodes stayed together. I thought that was the best decision. So I've had a few people say, how do you work this in? How do you do this and that? And and let me give you some very basics on uh, how all this works. Of course, you got to have some sort of theme or subject or recurring thing that you're podcasting about. Uh, what are you going to talk about in your podcast? Are you going to interview people? Are you just going to give facts? Are you going to read stuff? What are you going to do? It needs to be relevant. It needs to be something people are interested in so they'll continue to watch and listen. Uh, do you want to do it in uh, uh, concurrence with, with a video and do both every week or every time? Or do you want to just once a month put out a video and maybe choose your best topic for that month and let that be your video? Sure, you can do it any way you want to do it. Um, but having the content and being able to carry on and put something out on a regular basis, uh, and, and I try to do once a week, uh, I would love to do more, but it's hard. Um, unfortunately it takes time. I mean, by the time you record it and you do the editing and especially if you're doing the video parts and if you're adding any slides or pictures or anything, you, you guys know it takes a little time. Um, what are your options to record it? You can record locally into a DAW, and you can just post that. Pretty easy. Um, but, what? well, what if I have guests? Can I use Zoom? You can if you have a paid account, uh, because Zoom will record both audios on a separate track, and then you can pull those in and mix those uh, and make it sound really good. Um, but... You can also do that through a service. Uh, I use Zencaster. I've had very good luck with them. I used to use Riverside FM. Had good luck with them. I only had a couple of instances with both to where I lost uh, the audio on the other side. Never mind. Uh, I'm hardwired, so my computer doesn't have trouble. But if they're... <coughs> 
that happens live podcasting <clears throat> but if they're on wireless and their connection is iffy or if there's other people in the house on the wireless you might get the uh, 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 and those uh, and sometimes you'll lose them you'll just flat out lose them and i've had that happen a couple times um not fun but those are good services uh zencaster riverside i want to say it's squadcast maybe squadcast or something and then there was another one maybe it was just called podcaster i can't remember I, I did the trials on them all. I actually liked Riverside the best, but I had some trouble with it. And Zencaster actually gives you some free time every month. Um, and if I'm not doing a lot of interviews, I can usually get by on the free plan. Uh, so I do that, and, and that's just because I'm a tightwad. But you'll get good sound no matter how you do it. And I'm going to start trying to do it on Zoom unless I'm doing video because Zoom, I'm paying for it anyway, and I should use it for more things. What else do you need? I should have made more notes. What else do you need? You need an intro and an outro. Some people like to make some mid-shows uh, like stingers or whatever you want to call them where it'll say, hey, we'll be right back. And after this, 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 we hope you're enjoying it. And da, 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 da. You can do that. It adds editing to you. I like just doing the lead in and the out. Um, I have different people that I've used for that. I've got um, Louise Porter who's been doing stuff for me from the beginning. Liz Moya does the outro. Uh, Luis has done a couple of intros. Charles Bain has helped me with uh, some stuff. I've stuck him on the intros or I've stuck him on the outros because he's done some comical stuff for me that I really like. And he did some serious reads for me, and I haven't mixed them with music yet and used them, but I will. Uh, Charles, thank you uh, for sending those, and I will use them. Uh, and also, um, James Brown, who is across the pond in the UK, you've probably heard him if you've listened to the podcast. He's the one that talks about that, that raging hillbilly, uh, raging hillbilly or whatever he calls me, but, um, come on, man, get on with it or whatever he says. I just love the way he did that. He just really nailed that and, and hit it out of the park. Thanks so much for that, James. Um, and very proud to see him doing very well on uh on fiverr um he's really taken off and uh some other people i'll mention some names i don't usually do that uh, matthew adderhold uh, helped him with his demo and and he's doing really well to be brand new on fiverr uh, doing quite a bit of business um louise has just skyrocketed here lately and had helped her with her demo and and was really pleased to see her you know just catapult um in the last couple weeks um uh, and and there's some other people that I'm helping that that uh, uh, I'll stay uh, off the record for now because they haven't had a chance to get their stuff out there and get it going and, and let's prove and see if it helped them or not because I don't want to brag on it and then they go oh, gosh it really didn't help um, and I'll be honest if it doesn't I'll just tell you you know if you're two for four you're three for five or if you're four for five or whatever you are I, I'll tell you what my my conversion rate is just like Fiverr tells you. Um, but I'm, I'm really <clears throat> learning that I have a, a ear to do other people's stuff, a better ear for theirs than my own. And that's sad because I want to help myself as well, but I'm not having that luck. So it'll get there. I'm not worried about it. I, I'm on a, uh, a little different path than what some people on. I focus quite a bit off 
of some of those platforms to do other things. And I do that purposefully uh, because I want to build a very uh, a varied business that has several tentacles out there that I'm drawing income from and not relying just on one or two. I want to rely on five or six. And if one's slow, the others are busy. And two are slow, these three are busy. And, and that's the way it's been so far. And it's been steady. It hasn't, you know, one thing hasn't run off and left the other. And, and as long as they all keep building, keep building, we're going to be fine. Um, <clears throat> the last thing I want to say about podcast is make sure that you have uh, exquisite sound. Do a really good job on your mixing and make it sound good. If you're going to do any music stuff in, in there, uh, you know, mix it in really well. Make it sound great. Um, I, every now and then I'll stick a sound effect in, but very seldom. Uh, if something's going long, I might put in the clock ticking, you know, like, hey, we tried to tell them to hurry up, and you know it's after the fact, but it's it's dramatic and it sounds good. Um, so I'll do that. But um, outside of that, it's not a whole lot more to it. Uh, it's a matter of timely recording, getting it out there. Um, mm, Time-wise, 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, I think is fantastic because a podcast, in my opinion, is meant to be listened to in a commute and most commutes are short like that, uh, you're going to have some go over. You're going to interview people. Uh, they may go 30, 40, 50 minutes. They may go over an hour. If they do, you might want to consider breaking it into three parts. You know what I'm saying? Don't air the whole thing in, in the first go. Uh, drag people out for three weeks. Hey, next week, so-and-so will be back, and he'll be talking about this, this, and this. So don't miss it next week as we continue the interview with blah, blah, blah. You know, that's a good way to do it. And going to take my own advice and start doing that because I haven't done that. I'm always so anxious and happy to get it out there where people can hear it. And uh, I, I don't think people would mind having it broken into two pieces um, because you'd rather get um, uh, the 20-minute listen in two or three times. I just think the 20-minute thing is really, really smart. Um, I, I notice a lot of podcasts really try to do their their stuff inside of 20 minutes, 25 minutes. So um, no other grand advice because I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I'm somewhat new at this as well. Um, but if I can help you anyway, hey, come, come to the VO Life Facebook page and hit me up and ask a question, or you can always email me at uh, that is Troy at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Pretty easy. Or you can go to the website and click the link and email me from there. Whatever you'd like to do. Whatever saves keystrokes, right? Busy, busy, busy. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, next part of this was how does this help in your marketing? Uh, the visibility thing to me, you want to be seen as a voice artist. I think this helps in the way of giving you some credibility, even with non-VO people, because you're doing a podcast about the profession you're in, which sort of gives you a little credibility, even if you're not super, super smart or experienced. As long as you're talking sensibly, you've done your research, and you're, you're not giving bad information, uh, I think that works out fine. Um, what you have to be sure of is if you're doing a, a subject that you're not totally familiar with, do the research and maybe give credit um, for the research that was done. Um, uh, let's just say I, I'm, I'm going to talk about 
I don't know, my dog barking out there like right now, for example, um, then I'm going to go to a veterinarian or a dog trainer and get some advice on it. Do these dogs normally do this and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and blah, 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 blah. And oh, the other thing, folks, don't ever eat Mexican food before you do a podcast. I'm living that right now um, as the dog continues to bark. And I apologize, but uh, it's nighttime and, and she knows she's not allowed to bark during the day because I, I, I go out there and put the battery collar on her and it, and it buzzes. Don't shock her. It just buzzes and it keeps her quiet. But I take it off in the evenings and she, you know, she barks until morning. Not really, but she likes to bark. She barks at the horses. She barks at the water tank. She barks at the trees the fence, the other dog, the dog house, the house, and anything that moves. So. Okay. Anyway, we got that out of the way. Um, but also from the marketing standpoint, yes, the, the being seen thing, the credibility thing, giving you credibility at what you do. Um, not only do voiceover artists see what you post on Facebook, but there are a lot of uh, agents, managers, production houses that are on there. And you're probably because of VO, you could be popping into their feed now and then. And they say, Hey, look, that guy does a podcast. I wonder, wonder if he's got any brains about him and they may go listen to it. Uh, that could be my demise for all I know. They hear me and they say, my God, he's a Southern hillbilly dude. Never book him for anything. I don't know that. I'm just saying it, it should work for you. It should be an advantage to you because it's marketing, it is uh, social uh, presence, uh, uh, you know, you're helping your social standing. Uh, the more you post, the, the more your posts are seen, depending if they're relevant and if people are responding to your post. Um, worst thing you can do is put up 25 posts uh, quickly and nobody's responding to any of it. You're not helping yourself. But you put up one post that has engagement and you are helping yourself. And I'm hoping the podcast does help in some way. It offers some credibility where people in my group see it, they listen to it, they they post about it, or they respond to it. And that's always a hope. Uh, is it going to get you more business? It's not. I don't think it's getting me more business. I don't think ever once a customer or client has ever said, man, I really like your podcast. But it's helped me interacting with other people. Um, it has gotten me into... Uh, some really good relationships with other VO people I probably wouldn't have otherwise. So I'm really, really happy with that. That's a big help. Um, is there anything else that goes along with this po the podcast thing? Uh, yeah, make yourself a the square. I don't, I don't have the dimensions on it, but I can post that hopefully. Um, the, the square... Um, I like to call them thumbnails, but there's probably another proper word. But I, I would go into Adobe Spark and make a nice one with, uh, or whatever software you use, make a nice one with a standardized logo in your picture and with room to put whatever the episode is that you're going to release. And always attach that new thumbnail with that episode number to that episode. So when it uploads and it goes into, uh, whether it's Apple or Spotify or Pandora. I mean, gosh, I think I'm on 25, 26 different platforms. Whenever it goes into there, it's got that newest picture and it tells what the name of the episode is. And although they're kind of small, people can see it and read it. And then when you post that you've released it, you can post that with it and everything ties together and you've got consistency in what you're putting out there. 
Um, so, and that's another good word is consistency. You want to be very consistent week to week with how you do it, the time you do it, the day you release it, if you can. And, um, you know, consistent with your content that you're sticking to your, uh, your subject matter or your, your knowledge base. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Um, like I've been saying all along, I always wanted to be in some realm of broadcasting, talking, um, sharing information. You know, I've always loved doing training at work because I got to get up in front of people and talk about stuff and, and, you know, share, but it's, it can be a drag on you if you're busy. Uh, so how do you offset that? Well, what I do when I'm not busy is I try to keep a list of things that I want to put on the podcast that are just me. And I will record those and save them in a folder. And I may have three or four of those. And if I'm busy, I can always grab one of those. It's ready to go and release it. I don't ever put what episode number it is in the podcast. That way, if I change my mind, I want to move one around or I want to do this one and then that one and that one and then this one, I don't have to worry about, oh, crap, it says in there this is episode 55. No, I never do that. Um, and it's okay if, if you do and you want to release them in order, that's fine. I don't do it for that reason. So that may be a hint for you that um, I do it that way so I can, you know, if next week something happens, I'm busy or I get sick and I don't feel good and I don't feel like doing it. I've got a couple stuck back in a folder. I can grab one. I always try to make sure there's a couple there. That just makes it a little easier. But you know, I can't think of a whole lot else. Sadly, it's it's not a hard thing to do. It's not an expensive thing to do. I think I pay $14 or some odd a month uh, to upload my podcast on all those platforms. It's really easy to use. That's Transistor FM. Um, I looked at others, Podbean and different ones, and I like Transistor. The price was good. I like their dashboard, um, and it's unlimited I can upload all the episodes I want. I can upload more podcasts if I want. I can have, you know, some of them say you can only have three podcasts or two podcasts. This one's like, they don't care. Um, and, and I've thought about uh, producing for other people. If I could mix and edit and post it for them, I could charge for that and get some of that back, that $14 back and let it pay for that so I could put other people's podcast out for them. And the thing about uh, both of these, uh, Rivercast and uh, Riverside and Zencaster, um, you can assign users who can go in there. So let's just say I do a podcast for uh, Joe Blow and Joe's doing a podcast about dart throwing, whatever. And he sends it to me every week. Well, then I can give, he can have access into that system through, you know, he can log into it and go in with his own password if he wants to make a change to something or he would manage somewhat how that's set up. He might want to put the description in there, what the podcast is. He might want to write that stuff or he might want to set when he wants to release it. But I could just upload it in there for him and then he can go in and do the rest if he wants to, or I can do it all, but it gives them access. They can't access anything but their own, but which is really good. Uh, you don't want them in there messing with your podcast, but um, it's just an extra feature that you get with these services. Uh, and, and like I said, can you do these on Zoom? You can if you have a paid Zoom account where it separates, records the audio separate. Uh, oh, I got Source Connect. Well, that's even better if you know how to 
bring people in and record it. I don't know. I have. I needed to go through the Source Connect Academy and learn that. I use Source Connect, and people, you know, record me on their side, but I I don't typically. I don't know how to record somebody else on my side. Uh, I've just not done it. I'm sure it's not that hard. Uh, I'm just too lazy to go find out or go watch the video or go take the uh, Source Connect course to be certified. But uh, anyway, lots of options, lots of options. So go out there and check them all out, all these different sites, and see what you think. And if you're thinking about doing a podcast, hey, jump in. There's, There's plenty of room for everybody, and there's plenty of things to talk about. I'm Troy Holden from Troy Holden Voices, your blue collar voice of choice. See you next time. You've been listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. Check back for more episodes each week and catch up on what you've missed also. This is for you, those just living that VO life. Thanks for listening and join us again. The VO Life intro is by Louise Porter. The outro by Liz Moya. You can pick us up on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and many other podcast carriers. Need to send me an email? Do it today. Troy at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Thanks for listening.